You a hater, hater, bear. No static. Pray with your hands open, because that's how you receive energy. You really want no static. No static. Be patient. Be prayerful. Do not pin. No static. Drink your water, because everything else is bad for you. No static. Keep your mental health in check. Check on your people. And remember, when you touch that dial, like, rate, review, share, worship. Worship. It just is what it is. Because at the end of the day, bro, the fact that there's more discussion amongst African-Americans for this dude who bought the McDonald's for his kid than it is for Roe v. Wade, I'm I'm done. <laughs> nah, listen. So, <laughs> I guess my I guess we can start with with um in that situation. <laughs> and to kind of um give context to what it is that we that we starting with. So or you might be able to explain this better than I can because I didn't see everything. All I saw was apparently somebody um got got McDonald's for their kid. And then, yeah, so check it out. It's really, it's really not that serious, bro. We were, we're making it serious because we're the internet. But a, a a chick was recording her baby daddy pull up and was like, "Oh, I'm expose him today because he talking about he bringing food for my son, but he ain't got food for the rest of the kids." What that sound like? What that look like? Recording him like really real deal exposing him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, straight up. Shorty comes comes uh and, and confronts Buddy when he walking up, and she was like, "Yeah, like what's that? That don't look like it's enough for all my kids." And he was like, "It's not enough for all your kids. This is my son." <laughs> and Shorty was like, "See, this is what I'm talking about. This is why he ain't shit because he, I'm supposed to. You think I'm gonna let your son um uh, eat that in front of the rest of my kids and blah 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 blah." So long story short, basically. She felt like Buddy was supposed to bring something for all her kids. He's his defense was, I bought something for my son to eat because that's my son. I didn't have those kids with you. They're your responsibility. And then he even offered a compromise, which I don't know why we have to compromise for this man's son eating. But the compromise was, well, bring me my son out. He can eat his food in the car with me. And she was like, I'm not finna do that. In my opinion, Shorty embarrassed herself, but. Here nor there, because I'm going to tell y'all, sometimes in life there's right and wrong, right? If you think for one second that she was right, you're wrong, okay, period. Secondly, um, the problem that I have with the video as a whole, I probably would be less angry about the video if there was less discussion. It's viral. It's all over the internet. Everybody talking about it. Every major, like, little ratchet, little Instagram thing posting about it. But y'all ain't talk about Roe v. Wade. Y'all ain't talk about losing your Miranda rights. Y'all crazy. Y'all, y'all, they blow me, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing a lot of like, I've been seeing a lot of discussion. And I think like my whole thing is just the fact though, this wasn't worth the think pieces. Right. It wasn't worth, you know. It wasn't even worth her going as far as like to try to expose him for that. Like that's something that could have stayed off the internet. Are we hey. talking about uh Shorty who can't feed her other kids? Yes, bro. Yes, bro. But the main thing that I'm talking about though, Q, is why are we discussing that more than we're discussing Roby Wade or losing our Miranda wipes? 
because people need sensationalism. I want you to understand that. Give them circus, give them bread. Well, see, bread and circus, bread and circus is the reason why these niggas is circus clowns. Because I'm over this shit. I, 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 that's my thing. I'm personally, I'm personally over it. Like I'm like, yo, we really real deal is, oh man, but we really real deal is like having full fledged millions of. It's not hundreds of thousands, bro. Millions of people discussing this idiot. Because at this point, she an idiot, yo. Discussing this idiot, try to quote unquote expose what seems like a good black father, in my opinion. Uh-huh. Um. Because by the way, the, the, the McDonald's meal was upsized. Fuck with him. Fuck with that nigga. And yeah. um, yeah. like we talk about that more than we're talking about the fact that the Miranda rights, uh, Miranda versus the state of Arizona, uh, got overruled the other day, and cops don't have to read you your Miranda rights no more. Uh-huh. What? Uh-huh. Dennis, you no longer have the right to remain silent. And you better bring these other babies some food, you bastard. Our, we're not, bro, listen, I thought we was going to save all that for bro, listen. But, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, because I was like, wait, okay, should, we could probably scale back on the the shitty week that has been with the Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, since we're here, there are two things that we have to understand. <clears throat> One, there is a minority that rules over the majority. A lot of people don't understand what that phrase, that's, that structure uh, means, and they probably don't even care because of what's going on in their personal lives. Okay? People are overworked, they're underpaid. And on top of that, they're learning that their dollar means absolutely dick. A year ago, a year ago, the price of bread was less than a dollar fifty. That same loaf of bread is damn near two twenty-five. If that if that lets you know anything about your dollar, you know what I'm saying? I make a pretty good living. A year ago, my salary would have covered so much more than it does. Come through. Come through. A year ago. I need a whole raise. So I'm, I know at the end of the year that we do negotiations concerning salaries. I'm under the impression that my salary needs to be doubled. Because everybody's like, yeah, you know, we got to control inflation, this, that, and the third. I'm of the mindset, all right, even if y'all get inflation under under wraps, there's nothing saying that my dollar is going to become more spendable once it's over. Right. Exactly. Anyway, I'm here to talk about the ratchetness. Come on, Dennis. What's up? No Static Podcast, episode 197. I'm Dennis, your host. Jax is here. Here. LQ is here. Yes, sir. Coop is in orbit. If you hear from him, we hear from him. If we don't, he's probably still in orbit. (laughs) If you hear from Coop, tell that nigga, I just bought a top chopper from Dennis and I'm looking for him. 
Damn. <laughs> All right, y'all. Um, so over the break, <laughs> versus came back from dead. Man, go. All right, now I'm turned. Okay, I'm glad we did get the uh, the political shit out of the way early. Nigga. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I started to screen this in, in our group text message where I verbatim said, why does everybody say Omarion's oh, going to watch Mario? I'm like, oh, Mar- I'm like Mario's going to give Omarion a really tough time. But, I, but I, get, I get what it is because my wife hates this about me. I love hip hop. God bless America for hip hop. Wu-Tang is for the children. But God damn it. I know R&B when I hear it. And that nigga Mario, that nigga Mario stays with a hit. He stays yeah. with a good album. We got to give you I've your flowers this. on that one. You called that moved. shit on the pod or whatever. <laughs> I, I, you called that one. However, bro, bro, hold on, hold on. Mario did something I've never seen on Versus W. What's that? Mario won around for a song that was brand new. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. That done on verses. Yeah. Ever. I've never seen that done, period. Mario won around for a song that was brand new. Yep. Somebody. Because Omarion was literally sabotaging every song that he was performing. Right. Everybody who said Mar- Omarion was going to watch that nigga, I wish y'all would have bet me money because I need my... <laughs> but you know why niggas was saying that was because Omarion is a performer. He's a better performer than Mario, but Mario's but Mar- a better singer. Mario's a singer, my boy. So, like... Yeah, the thought that we thought that Amarion, Amarion, I think a lot of, first of all, I just want to point out, because I, I still stand on my, I'm pissed that that was just the Millennium Tour, straight up. And I think a lot of niggas got exposed on them. So that, that bothers me too. And, um, I, you know, I think I said this a while back on Versus. I was like, what's the purpose of Versus? Remember I said that shit? Like, what, what, what's the purpose of this shit, right? Like, I feel like Omarion is still in, like, a little golden age of, like, a reboot right now because the Millennium Tour is, like, one of the most popular R&B and hip-hop tours that's out right now. It is. You know what I'm saying? They making buku money off that shit. So none of these niggas' careers is in the toilet or nothing like that. And, and I want to say this on, on No Static. I want to make sure that it's said on No Static. Bro, we need Yin Yang Twins on verse because it's gonna be real tough to to do twenty against them niggas. I'm gonna let it be known right now. Yeah, me and Tank kind of stand on that that Yin Yang can't be beat. We I almost feel like they can't be like uh, matched. Like you know how you like oh well who would versus versus Michael Jackson, and it would have to be like a Prince or some shit like that. Like that's. Hey. That's hey, literally what Yin Yang. But I know one thing that Yin Yang would not do. Neither would Trick Daddy. Um, even though he looked like what shorty said, Trick looked like a funeral home. Like, <laughs> oh man, I wish I could remember the joke. Man, it looked like he got on funeral home makeup or some shit like that. But Trick, 
Juvie or or Yin Yang, Lil John. None of them niggas gonna eat watermelon on stage. We just not gonna talk about that. I don't know. I don't know, man. Look, I don't know. That that Trick right there was another. That was a, a Trick got his pots. That's a loss. What? Say it again, Dennis, for the people in the back of the stage. That was a round loss right there. Like, you can't you, do that. Like, listen, nah. um, um, Marion or Ryan, whichever one of them little niggas was eating watermelon. They they clearly listened to the show because they was because clearly they listened to the part where we was discussing Lizzo putting uh, mustard on her watermelon and was like, you know what? Hold my beer. Didn't we? Didn't we? Didn't we? As a people banned like the whole remember there was a section of tiktok where it was black people that would just eat chicken and watermelon on tiktok and, and talk real southern and we like we literally came together as a people to get rid of them right and then now this nigga omarion's own like versus eating watermelon why is he eating watermelon if you wanted to simulate giving oral sex to a woman should you not have picked a mango or a peach Again, again, man. Who gave him the watermelon? Nah, nah, different, bro. I need to launch a, a <laughs> no static investigation. Who gave this nigga the watermelon? Who <laughs> gave him the watermelon? I mean, he I mean, didn't come put, up with. He wasn't in the back. Really in the June, green room. bro. What watermelon is plentiful, nigga? He was not in the green room. Like, yeah, because I know how Mariana talked. He a cool ass nigga. I fuck with him. He he wasn't in back like. Yeah, man, you know, when I get out there, we do this cut. I want to eat a watermelon. What? <laughs> Way the manager was. That's the hell no. Can, can we talk about, can we talk about, because I know for some reason we keep saying Versus is dead. They need to get rid of Versus. But this is why we have Versus. Like, that Versus is almost a week, a week old, and we still have content gold from it. Shout out Again. to Ray J, Content King. Anything that nigga, that nigga touches becomes automatically gold. I heard they have been selling a couple noodles by the droves since um since that nigga was caught eating a couple noodles at the BET Awards. But listen, again, I want to get to the crux of our first topic, our our A segment, if you will. Mario, say his name, give him. His motherfucking flowers. He beat, but 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 let me ask you a question before we before we ordain Mario, some kind of R and B god or some bullshit. I'm not ordaining him. I just want y'all to give that young man his flowers. Okay, so hold on, hear me out. Did he authentically authentically earn this art? Because you're not the only person that's doing this. Like I seen Neo do an interview, talk about how good and great Mario is, and all this other shit. Now, I'm not denying that nigga don't keep a hit, whoop, whoop, and all that other shit. But what I am asking is this. This is a simple question. I ain't trying to, you know, I know y'all niggas like to tussle. Was his opponent not weak? It was no, a bro. very, um, no, I, think the best way to, I think the best way to answer that is, if you, if you think about, if you think back, to, and not to compare the two, but they did have some similarities to them. When you think back to Lots versus Dipset, it was a situation where going before you went into it, most people probably thought, all right, yeah, Dipset, they got Dipset, they got the hits, they got everything to show for it, they finna get busy. Omarion had the same thing going for him, and people was just like, you know, like, yeah, Omarion finna, hey, Mario gonna perform Just a Friend, and then that's gonna be it. But 
the one thing that Mario did was that while everybody else was looking crazy, because it was a lot of that, Mario was the one that was upstaging everybody in appearance and everything else. Yeah, Mario really, Mario really, he did, but, <laughs> but, nigga, he was against Omarion. Omarion's a bigger name than Mario, for sure. He's a bigger name than Mario. That's not up for debate or whatever. If you ask around the world, who is this? And you show a picture of them two niggas, everybody going to know who Omarion is. I'm not saying niggas ain't going to know who Mario is, but I'm saying more niggas going to know who Omarion is. Okay. Now, with that being said, could Mario pull this same shit off against a Neo or against uh, uh, who's another R&B like big time nigga that's like really big time? I don't know, nigga. Like a, I'm just saying Bobby Brown. Nigga, Mario is Mario, nigga. It depends like, on how they show up. Right. Right. Okay. 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 One. One. I, now I want you niggas to give me my flowers. Because just like with Locks and Dips that where everybody was on the dips, I was like, are we sure? Because I'm like, I was like, let's actually think about the locks. I'm like, them niggas got classic albums, classic mixtapes. I'm like, two of them got pins like a motherfucker. I'm like, then on top of that, they had amazing solo uh solo careers. Then I had based my entire prediction on the locks winning. On the on the whole, Jadakiss slaughtering fabulous <clears throat> in a in a versus some months prior. So I I'm not that far fetched when I'm like, hey, maybe I know what I'm talking about, bro. And and again, because Omarion has the bigger name simply because of the time that he comes from. But we gotta. But I think what a lot of people forget was that Mario was in that same exact era, holding it down by himself. He wasn't, he didn't start in the group, unlike his opponent. And, and again, every time Mario comes out, he comes out with a fucking hit. And because I actually listened to R&B and listened to that nigga's albums, I knew that nigga had hits that, that weren't as known. Which is evident by his, by the fact that he was confident enough to be like, I got a new record. I'm a debut on versus and got the dub. But yeah, overall that was a um that was a good verse. And we briefly talked about um about Ray J. And that was another that was the undercard matchup. And apparently, because of that undercard matchup, they're talking about forming a super group. By the name of yeah. RSVP. Yeah, what's funny about the supergroup shit, take you back to what was the um damn the the, the Tyrese and uh what was that shit called? Oh man? TGT. TGT. Then um it was another one with Gerald Levert and uh oh, um LSG. LSG. So it's not unprecedented. Do I want to hear that shit? I'm gonna go out on them and say no. But Good for Ray J and Sammy to get back in the game for real. Sammy been dropping good albums and he make good music. It's just he's motherfucking strike one. That's that. That's Sammy. That's what everybody see him as. So 
you know, um, only regret I have with them niggas is why Ray J ain't hit that nigga in the throat. <laughs> Cause I feel like he's he size, in my opinion, I feel like he size Ray J as a man. So I feel like you gotta hit him in the threat. Cause he all Ray J said, Lil Sammy. I feel like that's reasonable. Ray J is so much older than Sammy, or am I tripping? Right? So because I feel like Sammy was out as a kid when Ray J was out as an adult. Am I tripping? Yeah, because let me see. One wish wasn't too far from um what, what the hardball shit, right? Yeah, the hardball, yeah. Sammy is 35 and Ray J is 40 something, right? 41. So I got and they were in the industry at the same time. So they know each other. Right. So Ray J being a teenager in the industry, Sammy being a kid in the industry, I can see Ray J still being like, that's little Sammy. You feel me? Yeah. So Sammy got hot about that shit. Which, okay, nigga, we know Ray J can't say. But that being said, though. Man, nah, fuck that. Ray J made one wish, bro. I ain't never gonna be mad at Ray J. Ray J made it work too, baby in baby in hand and, and arm and all. G to exactly. that nigga, yeah. Exactly, my nigga. Black fathers stand up. <laughs> fuck that hoe who said we gotta feed them other kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Oh, all the man. single black fathers stand up. Nigga, we Ray J. We all Ray J. <laughs> hey, did um did Sammy perform a hardball? I, I tuned in and out because that they, was up, they was up I don't home. think he did. Now, I went to the Millennium Tour in honor of my homegirl, Ashley, um, back in August, right? Yeah. Um, I went with her, her best friend, Brandy, had bought her tickets to the Millennium Tour um, for her birthday, and then she passed away a week after her birthday. So I went in her place, basically. Um, got to meet Bow Wow, got to meet um, Omarion, hmm, all that good shit. It was cool. It was cool. However, Sammy did come out. He was singing. He performed. Matter of fact, he opened up the show for the Millennium Tour. That nigga did not do hardball at all. So I think. That might be part of the reason why he was triggered by the um, little Sammy comment. I think he feel a type of way, gentlemen. But but I didn't I didn't like that because they tried to be Vox Dipset Dipset S, which, bro, like that going into verses in the future, I want people to understand they don't have to do that. That, that that's that's a moment that you guys will never get again because you're not those artists. You're not right, from right. the culture. You're not able to do that without mm-hmm. being in your feelings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and do, do that singing R&B is different. Right. It's, it's different. Like right. We're over, here trying to, we're over here trying to sing to the ladies and y'all acting all rough on the stage. That's my right. point. How you doing one wish and beefing? <laughs> 
some of the the, some of the back and forth nah nigga let me talk let me talk (laughs) (laughs) nigga let me sing to him yo manny let me sing to him one wish one (laughs) wish like nigga what is going on right here you got your dj firing gunshots in the background (laughs) hold the music nigga hold the music nigga like what I, I'm with you. I'm with you when you write, Keith. I thought that was embarrassing for the culture to be real with you, because I'm like, I, I don't know if that's like a thing now. Is the verses like Jerry Springer where they making niggas beef and it's fake? Because don't forget, Bone and Three Cents got into a fight altercation thing too. So it's like, is everybody gonna do that in every verses? Yeah, it's like they're really trying to get that energy up. Like when Mario, when Mario and when Mario and Omarion, you know, went back and forth, and he was just like, it wasn't nothing. It wasn't like that heated. I don't feel right. like because like even when Jeremiah showed up and started singing, he was just in the background, like, nah, y'all sound crazy right now. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremiah was like, nigga, I just live in LA. I just showed up because my nigga said he was here. Like, what's <laughs> up? Like, like I thought we were just smoking, nigga. I didn't know we got to. You want me to do what, nigga? I don't say that. And on, and ain't gonna, you know, ain't gonna put the heat on Jeremiah too hard just because you know he did have a bad bout with COVID. Yeah, man, good um, to see him out and about. Right, yeah, but Jeremiah wasn't the strongest uh, singer from get go. Now his pen is crazy. Right, Jeremiah's pen is crazy, but him as a as song as a singer. I don't know what people expected out of him. My thing is, so when they advertised the verses, they didn't advertise the undercard. They just advertised the verses, right? So they said it was an undercard. I'm not sure how far in advance they advertised it, though. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe I missed it. But like, my thing is, you know, usually when you go to something, like, for example, I'm going to use wrestling because we use that on the show. I could have used boxing, but don't nobody even watch boxing. But when you go to a, to a wrestling show and they advertise the card, like the main event is Roman Reigns versus Randy Orton. You're like, okay, I'm about that. Then when you get there and John Cena come out or The Rock, you'd be like, hell yeah. The Rock here, John Cena here. I didn't expect that, right? However, <laughs> the, the, the undercard and this shit, they was like, oh yeah, nigga, we got Jeremiah. He was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> That's what the problem is. It's like, nigga, nigga, what y'all know about it? Everybody turn out. Y'all ready for this next? Y'all ready for next word? Everybody, Bobby Valentino. <laughs> again, again, don't disrespect Bobby Valentino. Bobby Valentino got hits. He do got hits. Man, listen. All I know about Bobby Valentino, and I can see over and over and over, ever since I seen it for the first time, is Simon Cowell telling him nah on American Idol. Yeah. Although I know Simon was dead ass wrong. I just in my in the, in my head, I just hear that replay over and over and over and over and over. And I hear also um when he was singing on the verses and he missed a few notes. I was like, nigga, this is why Simon said no. One wish. The one wish thing was horrible though, y'all. I ain't gonna cap. I didn't, I love the song. I think it's a good song. I did not like the exchange on the verses. They need to take that and throw it at the bottom of the Marianne Trench. It was it was very awkward. I ain't gonna lie. Man, I'm not saying. But because it was Ray J, it, he he gets the pass. 
Ray J that dude, ain't he? Yep. Yeah, okay. I'll just make a show. Ray J that nigga for real. Yeah, but overall, very entertaining versus um what else we got? What else we got? Um Cardi B is dropping a new single. Yeah, Bro, man. I don't want to talk about Cardi B until she's dropping the album. That's that's not even trying to be capped, my nigga. Like what 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 is this? Her sixth single in two years. Cardi B is, is a rap or no? Cardi B is that chick that you trying to slide, but you can't, and she just keep teasing you and teasing you, and then she let you slide one time, and it's actually good. So you like, oh, I want to slide again, and you know what she do? She tease your ass again. That's what Cardi B is, bro. <laughs> By the way, um, uh, um, I am excited about the Cardi B album. I'm kind of like you. I'll you know cross that bridge when I get there. But um, we can't talk about Cardi B without talking about Megan Thee Stallion. And no, I'm not about to talk about no album. I'm about to talk about the fact that she put a twerk video on Instagram. And Lord Jesus have mercy, Q. I know we're supposed to be boycotting this whole, but um, like that old man said in that video. Um, that I sent y'all, even if that's a boy, I'm gonna tear that boy ass up. I Listen, seen that video the other day. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Bro, it just, it just showed up. It was one of them random like videos. Like you, you've been seeing like the, the step one trend on TikTok. Right. And then it just right. showed up at a video. I was like, I don't know where this is going, but <laughs> hey, listen, it's a cute. I don't I I know I sent it in the thread a while back. I don't know if you know what we're talking about or reference it, but hopefully Dennis find that bitch for you at some point. It's an old ass, creepy ass man talking about how fine Megan the Stallion is. And they say for everybody that's out there saying Megan the Stallion is a boy, and I wanna, you know, you know I want Megan the Stallion, I want her and I want her bad. And if you if she is a boy, I only got one thing to say. If that's a boy, I'm gonna tear that boy ass up. <laughs> Hey Jack, speaking of um, <laughs> speaking of TikTok, real quick, you know that one TikTok that's like, I wanna go. Yeah, somebody yeah. Else, somebody said that sound like Ari Lennox. <laughs> Shout out to Ari Lennox, man. She done, bro. I think that Ari Lennox can't get with the um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go TikTok on you right here. I think Ari Lennox can't get with the being an MK Ultra. Or whatever Illuminati thing they say that they turn these RB singles in. Because Ari Lennox said the other day um, that she's no longer taking flights or whatever. She was like, I don't know how that's going to affect my music career, but it's killing. I have severe anxiety from flights and I can't take flights no more. So um, sorry for all my fans, but if I have to fly to the show, I'm not going. And I, I found that shocking. Ari Lennox is, is going to end up. Being like old boy from the Cosby show, where we find her bagging groceries, and he's be like, Oh shit, it's Ari Lennox. Yep, facts. Facts. I agree with that. Ari Lennox is going down, my nigga. Like, yeah. I, I have a question. Can we trade? Who we trade for Ari Lennox? Mm. Mm. Do I want Chrisette Michelle? Over Ireland, but Ireland is still gonna make you the oxtails, bro. I feel you. Uh, I like Ireland's music too a lot. I do too. 
But we make it seem like Percent Michelle ain't have that fire either. She do. Percent Michelle had heat. She do. She do. But I really like Ari Lennox. I just feel like Ari Lennox stunted her growth on her career on purpose. I don't think she wants to be famous. I feel like she said that before, though. Yeah. She might have did. You could tell. She don't want to be famous. She reminds me a lot of uh, Missy Elliott and Lauren Hill. So it's like, damn, y'all got some fire. You're not going to make song after song and, and maximize this. You're not going to go on all these tours and maximize this. I think they kind of got Missy with that a little bit. But I don't know about y'all, but I always felt like Missy Elliott never really wanted to be famous. Well, I don't know. I'm very... Because the Mr. Elliott had a run. She had a... It was like one did. She did. had one every year. You know why I know, you know, like, okay. And it's just an opinion or whatever. But the way I look at it and the reason why I say she didn't ever want to be famous or whatever is because when you look at somebody like Missy Elliott, we know very little to nothing of her private life at all, right? We just know super duper fly Missy. We know Yeah, Missy. And we know like um, Pranked or whatever that show was that Aston Kutcher made Missy Elliott get on top of the thing get the chain, her gold chain back. Like, we know those Missies. We don't know any other Missies, right? So, them the Missy Elliott's we know. I don't know anything about her personal life, because she never embraced the whole fame, paparazzi type joint. And if you really think about it, bro, people like Ari Lennox, like, I think Ari Lennox is gay. But, like, we don't know that, if that makes sense. You don't know anything about Ari Lennox besides the fact that She's sweet. She's like a sweet person and she like kind of weird, right? You never really know. It's kind of like Doja Cat, I think, wants to be famous because she do a lot of semantics and antics. But Doja Cat is ambiguous on purpose, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. Ari, Ari Lennox is ambiguous because that's just who she is. Same thing with Missy Elliott. And even the brat was like that a little bit. You don't never get that vibe. Like, the brat ain't never really want all that. Yeah. You got your people who, like, you know, they they want to, you know, have that presence. It's, and it ain't just, like, you know, and it ain't just, you know, women, too. It's like, look at some of the celebrities that we see, like, with, a, with, a, with an ever-present social media personality. Right. Like, like we just got a single from Lil Nas X like last week, and his whole campaign was fuck BET. Right. Like right. he's one of those people that's like, you know, you have your people who are very active, and you know, you got your people who want to like maintain a mystique in a way. And I think we talked about this like when it came down to like when it came down to like a summer walker thing. Right. And no, we just yeah. didn't know how she weighed on, on the spectrum because it was like one minute is this and, and the next minute, minute is the opposite. Antics. Right. Same thing with LeBron, bro. Like LeBron wanted to be LeBron. The reason why LeBron is LeBron, like LeBron embraces everything about being LeBron. You feel me? Like he, he he's not embarrassed to be the king, to call himself the king or none of that. He wanted to be LeBron, and I'm cool with that. I don't have no problem with that. But there's a bunch of other cats that, like, they don't want to be 
who they are, man. Like they don't want to be that. They, they don't want to be all that. I think Ari Lennox is definitely that. Mm. All right, moving on. Um, did y'all see the double XL freshman list for this year? Nope, didn't care about it. <laughs> Is the double XL freshman list one of those things that used to matter and it doesn't anymore? It it doesn't matter to us because we're older. Like half of these artists we're never gonna know. We're never gonna listen to. So for for us, it doesn't it, we don't care. But for others, it's I mean, don't get me wrong, it's still a big accomplishment if you're an up-and-coming artist. Like I'm not gonna I'm not going to pretend that it's not like uh, the one artist I do know on, on the list is Nardo Wick. Of course, Jacksonville's own. Exactly. But 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 look at the connection. I have no idea what his music sounds like. I just know that a nigga from Duval is, is on. Yeah. I know about a good half, but again, that's yeah, it is one of those things that's kind of like when it got revealed, it wasn't as massive of a reveal as previous years. It's just like, boom, double XL freshman list. And that probably, that could, you know, be catered to, you know, us being older. But I mean, like, because. Too right, though. I don't know none of these niggas, bro. Yeah. Um, Saucy Santana is also on there. Don't give a fuck about Saucy Santana. And also, Material I girl. Think, also, I don't think Saucy Santana deserves to be on the Double XL freshman list. Real shit. Why not? Why not? Why not? That's a legit reason. The hip hop artist. He's a hip hop artist. No, he's not. I'm on Chanel now, boots. No. <laughs> no. Material no. girl. No, he's nah, I'm not about to let you do saucy like that. You got me he's fucked up. He's a character, bro. Stop. No. No, you got me fucked up. No, he, these niggas. These he's niggas, clearly. He is clearly one of those people who's going to utilize hip hop for other things, and you know it. And 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 that's why the state of hip hop is as fucked up as it is now, and why we had to get a bullshit ass house album from Drake. Yeah, because, no, 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 no. I don't know if that's because of Sauce Santana though. That's a little. Bro, no, I'm not. I'm not saying because of Sauce. I'm gonna let this nigga finish because I'm about to get no, Saucy. material no, girl. <laughs> No, I don't want I don't want to be misconstrued in that. My point is you you know the difference between a nigga that loves rap and a motherfucker that's like, I can use rap to do this. Saucy Santana is one of those people. Oh, I'm gonna use rap to do this. I don't I don't doubt that he has a love for the hip hop culture, but for him wanting to be hip-hop and wanting to be a hip-hop artist, I believe that's maybe number seven on his list of things. First of all, Saucy Santana can't wear your backpack because his booty too big, sir. Thank you. Material girl! Secondly, um, we can't we can't denote this man's passion for hip-hop because he on Chanel Nail Boots. And um, thirdly, or whatever, I want to point out that it is an achievement for, for the LGBTQ niggas everywhere that Saucy Santana is in this freshman class. Because is he the first gay rapper ever in the freshman class? Mm. And Saucy, if you're, not, if you're not gay, Saucy, that's my fault. But I'm assuming you gay, my boy. That ain't gay as fuck, bro. I'm jumping to conclusions. I've never heard Saucy Santana Saucy say... Be, that nigga gay, bro. 
You know, Lil Nas X said, I'm gay. Sasha Santana, I ain't never heard him say it, but I have heard him say, but you're a real girl. Bro, that nigga um, Santana carries a purse and hangs out with one half of the city girls. He's hey, gay. Man. Niggas do what they want around here. Listen, I will say this, though, and this is something interesting. Just food for thought before we move on to the next thing. Saucy Santana is, in our opinion on this show, a gay man, right? An openly gay man Okay. that um, has a BBL, a very bad BBL, by the way. And he wears dresses, he wears pants, he's a fashion person, or at least that's what I've been told. Right, that's some out of pocket mm-hmm. weeks ago, but you know that's neither here nor there. We say out of pocket shit. I think a lot, but I will say I will I will say this. I will say this. I am around teenagers in the high school realm, twenty four nine. Right, they all listen to Saucy Santana. Are you serious? I'm so serious. I'm so serious. Everybody on my girls' basketball team says material girl. All of them, they love that shit, and they know all his other songs or whatever. And love, do they love him the way that that they fuck with that nigga, or do they love him in the way that they are poking fun at him? They're not. They don't think it's there. It's funny. It's funny. I'm with you. Not funny. I'm at you. If yeah, that makes sense. I mean, so, what Saucy Santana does ain't really no different from what like they, they under the same. He's under the same vein as the City Girls. Yeah. When it comes, they to, like that shit. Music, that shit ratchet. Girl. That ratchet, that ratchet hip hop shit, like fucking nigga, I'm a this and I'm a that fucking nigga. They love that shit, my boy. I'm telling you, my boy. I'm t- bro, they rock with that shit hard. They rock with it hard. How did Saucy so, get on before Bobby Light, bro? Bobby Light. Um, I don't know, but I th- I do think that that's mad interesting. Because Bobby Lights went to reality TV and pretty much stuck with it. You're right. You're right. And see, that's my thing. Like with Saucy, I personally don't get it, right? So I'm not saying I disagree with you, Q, on his value to hip hop, because I, I I don't think he adds any value to hip hop. However, I also know that I am timed out of the motherfucking knowledge of what is isn't hip hop anymore, because hip hop doesn't belong to me or you. It belongs to the culture, and culture is forever changing. Culture isn't a, 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 a monolith, right? So, hey, like Bane says, I give it back to you, it's yours. The right. <laughs> right. So, it's definitely theirs, my boy. And um, yeah, they, they, that's their shit. Listen, all I'm going to say for my, for my personal self, shout out to Babyface Ray, because he on that list. But, other than that, that's pretty much all I got. Um, as far as this list goes, they did drop the freestyles for them, but I'm not gonna put y'all through that. Thank God. <laughs> oh man, I was I was wondering if you fuck with us for real, bro. I thought about it. I thought about it because I, I was like, I was like, y'all gotta hear the, the Nardo Week Chinese restaurant punchline, but I'm not gonna do it. Uh, let me ask y'all a question though. Uh, well, no matter of fact, I can't ask y'all a question because Q just already answered it, saying he hasn't listened to it. I say next week. I'm not saying listen to all his shit. Give me like, go to Spotify or whatever your streaming thing. You know how they do like their top songs mm. or whatever. Listen to like his first five or six songs for Nardo Wick and tell me what y'all think. Cause I, I, oh, I have to bump that shit. Cause I'm y'all, y'all know, y'all know, y'all know how I'm rocking. 
is even if I don't want to listen to it, you know why I gotta listen to it. So mm-hmm. like, so like I've already heard that shit. So I have an opinion of him. But Man, you I would have, like this is why you have to. One, he from the crib. Two, you still currently reside there. Three, you run around with teenage girls all the time. <laughs> like there's there's right. a reasons why you listen to Nardo Wick. And I'm not mad at any of those reasons because they all make sense. But at the same time, I'm not gonna sit here and listen to this nigga until I I'm still one of those people who loves to discover music on the fly. Like I'm out listening to something, something catches my ear. I'm like, hey, yo, what is that? I want you to listen though, bro. Just to the first five. Because I want to know. Yeah, I want to know because the the one that the joint that blew up on TikTok with the what the fuck is that? It it off off top, I wouldn't be like, nah. You know what I'm saying? Like off top, I would have been like, nah. After I listened to it, I was like, yeah, but however cute, at the same time, I can't really fuck with too much of his shit. So I would like to know y'all opinions. Okay. But yeah, Joe versus Case. Joe versus Case, that's the next one? I want it to be. what? I want it to be. Oh, I was like, wait. I was Apparently, I learned that Case is a blood. So cases of you know what? Oh yo, cases of blood. I gotta send you this video I found the other day on TikTok. Michael Jackson was a crip. <sighs> Ain't even no cap in it. Ain't even no cap in it, boy. This video proved it hundred percent. Michael Jackson was a crip, my nigga. Straight up on God. You're gonna send that to the crib, my nigga. Cause you have <laughs> to make me bleed that stinging ass nigga from Gary, Indiana. Decided to join the fucking Crips, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Y'all niggas' effort the next topic. I'm gonna put it in the chat. Hey, being that you mentioned Michael Jackson, this is the perfect segue to the Chris Brown Michael Jackson topic. Okay, well, how did this come about? Are we are we reliving the fucking um? What's old boy off of ESPN? His tweet is that is that is that what's going on? Yeah, somebody said um that. Chris Brown is more talented than Michael Jackson. That was the I, that was the take. I actually agree with that. I I I don't I don't where where the lies. What? Explain, 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 explain. I'm, I'm gonna let we're y'all talk, go first. We're talking about we're talking about being talent, just talent. I know about him being an entertainer. We're not talking about his career, none of that. We're just talking about talent. We have to remove all the things we we disagree with and, and listen to what the actual subject is. Talent-wise, I think Chris Brown is in a, in a stratosphere on his own, and that stratosphere surpasses Michael Jackson. I do, I do believe Chris Brown doesn't get to that stratosphere Without Michael Jackson, but pet talent, just pure talent, I think Chris Brown is better. And when you think about talent, like it's more than just like you know the music. Like Chris does other things as well. So when you factor those in, it's like, do we know if Michael Jackson was doing these things that Chris is doing? Okay, but that's so, that's this that's this on the scope of talent. I'm not necessarily saying like you know that. 
not not him as a whole. And, and, and I want people to understand that. I'm not talking about them as a whole. As a whole, the, the one person, there's only two people that maybe touched Michael Jackson. One of them is, is it, one of them is dead, you know, rest in peace to Prince. And the other one, her name is Beyonce. And that's, I feel like that's not even on the same, they're not on the same level. But we're talking about talent. I'm going for Chris Brown because y'all want to give that man his flowers. I'm sorry. Listen, I think Chris Brown is up there now. Chris Brown now, bro. Like, come on, y'all. I think Chris Brown up there. I just don't think Chris Brown is fucking with Michael Jackson, though. That's talent. That's bro. Like, okay, so hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I always have this discussion. We've had it in the guys' chat. You know, I'm I'm a LeBron guy. I'm a LeBron is the GOAT guy, right? Mm -hmm. And the reason why I say that is I don't think Jordan has more accolades, stuff like that or whatever. At the end of the day, LeBron going to have more stats or whatever. But I feel like when you talk about talent as a basketball player, like take out the, take out the, the, the rings, take out all of that and just do LeBron versus Jordan on the court. Who has the most talent? I say it's LeBron. Right? Because I think LeBron can do shit Jordan can't do. I agree. So I get where this argument is coming from. But when I think of them side by side, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck Chris Brown do that Michael Jackson can't equal or do better. I think Chris Brown is the better dancer. Chris Brown oh. actually Chris Brown actually writes a lot of his music. Chris Brown, I mean, I'm not going to say Chris Brown can outsay Mike. I think Mike gets the dub right there. But he ain't feeling like fucking... Um, um, son Chris Brown either. I but think see, for me, I, I don't know, man. I think Mike's a better dancer. I think, I think, I think Chris Brown can dance his ass off now. I can do his own dances. Chris does his own choreography. And then I also think like Mike done wrote a lot of shit, man. Mike did not write. See, and and, and again, Chris does. That's why I'm like, hey, talent wise. Chris is checking off a lot of boxes that Mike that Mike isn't. Mike didn't write shit. Mike Mike wrote Billy Jean. Okay, he wrote one song. That, that's, that the, was- that's the that's the one. But it's a lot of shit Mike did write, and a lot of shit Mike let niggas write. Like, don't get it twisted that Mike couldn't write. Mike was one of those niggas that was like, I want my people to get money. So like like Mike is like a real like super Afrocentric ass nigga for real. Like a lot of niggas don't know that, but Mike is like Mike is Dr. Uma for real for real. So like a lot of times like with R. Kelly writing a lot of shit for Michael Jackson later on in his career, like Rock My World and shit like that. Like the reason why he let R. Kelly do that is because he knew, oh, if I let R. Kelly write this, he gonna get money. Like that's like that's my nigga. I'm gonna let him do that. Same I'm thing talking. with Quincy Jones. Like, Quincy Jones is his nigga. He could have wrote every song on Off the Wall, but he fucked with Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones is also one of the greatest producers ever, ever. But, again, we're talking about talent-wise, my nigga. Like, I think Chris Brown edges Mike out. Woo! It's not that I don't think Chris Brown isn't enormously talented. I think, like, like for example, oh, I wish I would have thought of him earlier when I was bringing up the Mario thing. When we was giving Mario his his flowers or whatever, and I was like, "Yeah, but will he do that to another nigga? He ain't doing that shit to Chris Brown. Of course he not. 
Chris Brown running that nigga off the stage. Chris, like, for real, Chris, for real. Chris Brown not even going to let that bullshit of Mario did fly. Chris Brown be like, hey, hey, check me out, check me out. Hey, here, here's these animal crackers. You go sit down to Mario. <laughs> Why you got to give them animal crackers, man? Because that, that's what you do with niggas like that. <laughs> you give them some. You give them some animal crackers and a box of apple juice, and you let them sit down. I'm gonna ask this, and I'm gonna, this is probably gonna be the last thing because I don't want this to be the versus podcast. But Chris Brown, Usher. Listen, it's Chris I, Brown. I heard the Drink Champs episode. I like the fact that Chris Brown says, "I'm with it. Just make it make sense." Chris Brown yeah. is with it. Chris Brown is actually excited about it. And, and, and again, I want niggas to give this nigga his flowers, bro. Like, when are we going to stop judging people for they one mistake? You know? Yeah, what I'm I don't think, I don't think, I don't think, now, mind you, I do um, feel like the mistake he made was a bad mistake. I feel like he, it was, it was a shitty decision. I feel like at the time, it made him a horrible person. However, however, I feel like he has a tone for it. And I, I'm with you. I'm with you when you're right. We can't hold shit over niggas' heads forever. He didn't, he didn't rape a, a woman. He didn't molest a child. I'm not saying that you should be allowed to beat women. That's not what I'm saying. <clears throat> but what I am saying is he made a mistake when he put his hands on her. He apologized. He did everything he needed to do to atone for it. I'm not gonna hold that against him. And, and, and I don't and I don't want to sound like I'm being an apologist for this nigga, but my nigga, she fucks with the nigga. She right. just knows as far as her career, her brand, she can't be seen anywhere near that near him. Right. That being said, though, um, Usher can't phone Chris Brown. That's I, I don't even know why that that's that what are we talking about? <sighs> yeah, JT was supposed to be the match for Usher. Yeah, we, we yeah. Justin Timberlake, <clears throat> believe it or not, Justin Timberlake and Usher. I, I think Justin might might I think Justin might body Usher a little bit, but not okay. because okay not one because. one stop doing drugs. This ah, is a, see, this is a family out. show. I need you to stop doing drugs. Justin Timberlake, I don't care how much we love that white boy. Justin Timberlake is not. I repeat, is not. Will not ever. Beat Usher in a one on one heads up 20 for 20 versus. I don't give a damn how much you love cry me, cry me a river. I don't give a damn how much we love going. I don't give a damn how much sexy back makes us rock. He is not. I'm going to repeat this one more time. He will never beat Usher Raymond. You know what I'm saying? Who was letting us know he was in the drop top cruising the streets at 7 o'clock. I just want to point out that 2020 Vision um, is one of the best R&B albums of all time. Right. At that time, it was the state of R&B was ran by two white men, Justin Timberlake and Robin Thicke. That was a fucking travesty. Yeah, but regardless of that... If you do top 25 R&B albums of all time, 2020 is probably... It gotta be in there. Probably in there. It, it gotta be no, in no, there. No, no, no. My bad. No, no. I'm lying. I'm lying. It's not 2020. It's uh, Future Sex Love Sounds for me. 
See, and I think 2020 is better than that. I, I think I, now I want to see it. Then it's called who you got to call. Because now I want to see Usher versus JT. Because <laughs> I, I got, I, I might go put $100 down on Vegas that JT might pull it off. I know he the underdog, but 2020, bro, 2020 was, was, I listened to that album a lot, my nigga. And I was, I was not old. I was not 30. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like in my 20s, bro. Like, I was like my 20s, late 20s, and that shit was still a banger. Nigga, like, that shit was, that shit was good. It's a good album. I don't it's know if a, I put it I'm over. I'm not saying it's not a good album. I don't album. know if I I'm put saying, it over Future Sex Love sound. I'm though. saying, really? Like is not, it's just not, he's not being that shit. I'm sorry. And then Future Sex Love sounds, I'm not shitting on that either. Future Sex Love Sounds, Justin Timberlake was like out of this world with that one. Yeah. Future Sex Love Sounds had Sexy Back, My Love, What Goes Around, Comes Around, Summer Love, Until the End of Time. Yeah. Bro, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's a tough album. You only got 20. That's a tough album to be. But Justin, basically, you say, hey, JT, let's put Future Sex Love Sounds against Confessions. That's basically what you're asking. Oh, nah. Yeah, nah. Con- nah, and I don't, I don't care if this a hot take or not. Confessions, best R&B album of all time. In my Whoa! You lucky this show got to end about 10 minutes because you got me <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> all time? Hold on, all time? Mm-hmm. All time? Hot all take. Hold on, are we sure? That nigga shooting from the parking lot. Listen. Are you sure? Because two of those albums... That, that album will have to go up against tp2.com and chocolate factory. I'm sorry to say that. It's not better than it's not better than chocolate factory. You think it's better than chocolate factory? Of course. Oh, now I don't know. Me, I don't I, I now listen. I like listen. I, I <laughs> so hot take. You, you wild. Listen, I, I've heard both of them. I heard TP2, <laughs> I heard Chocolate Factory. I'm sticking, I'm sticking with that. Hot take. That's boy. crazy. That's a hot, hot take. take Way go is, hot take. Is 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 okay. So is the miseducation of Lauren Hill? Is that an RB album or a hip hop album? I don't know. Mm, that's a it's like a hybrid. <laughs> yeah, because I was about to say it's, it's, I, it's almost like a future album. Because in my head right now, I'm trying to think of albums that's better than uh that Usher album you just named. RB albums. And like that's a hot take, boy. Like that's you got to think of other albums to name. It's like, I mean, yeah, it's up there. I'm not saying that it's not up there, my nigga, but like, shoo, I don't know, man. I'm kind of with Q on that one, but it's top five, maybe top 10 for sure. Is it the best R&B album of all time? Not, not all time. I'm sorry. All time? It's better than Damn. Chocolate Factory? It's not better than Chocolate Factory, Dennis, yeah. is it? Yeah, I, I gotta give it. The, I gotta give it the edge over Chocolate Factory. Is ignition on Chocolate the, Factory? I just looked at the track list. Ign- ignition is on Chocolate Factory. I think. Nigga, suck my dick. <laughs> suck my dick, nigga. <laughs> we remix to ignition. It's thirty years in a prison. Bro, I'm, I'm sorry, up, like, track, like, and, and and I hate giving it, giving that nigga the, these accolades, even though they just sentenced that nigga to thirty years today. But. Dennis, that's a tape. Trapped in the closet, in the closet might, might give that nigga the dub by itself. Oof. I don't know what to say to you, Dennis. 
<laughs> we can move that on. Nigga, <laughs> that nigga Dennis was like, oh, y'all got hot takes? Hold my beer. Right. They was like, nigga, check this out. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, straight up, you did too, boy. One day we, I like, figured one day we would get here. What's the what's the what's the what's the Mariah Carey cut, man? Um, the Emancipation of Mimi, the one that was really really good. The whole album, all the way playable, all the way through. That's the, the one that was the, the Emancipation of Mimi. Yeah, like shoot, I don't know. Up. It's boy. up there. It's up there. It's up there, boy. Like I got R and B albums. Is it better than TLC? Uh, crazy, sexy, cool. Yeah. Is it Ooh. better than than uh, than the Aaliyah self-titled album? Ooh, yeah, it's better than that. Now, 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 here's my thing about the Aaliyah thing. I do think it bumped now. Don't get me wrong. And I don't think Aaliyah is chopped liver. Boy, I think she's a little overhyped just a little bit. We've she got all, some we've, bangers, though. We've already agreed to that one. We've yeah, agreed she just several times in the show. Yeah, she overhyped just a little bit, my boy. Just a little bit, though. Like, yeah. Damn, I'm trying to... Th- I, oof. I'm looking at you- the confessions track list right now, and yeah, it's... it's- it's gonna be a hard. It's a hard day for some of them out, John. Is is it better than the music soul child's? I just want to sing out. Oh shit! Yes. <laughs> oh no! Wow! You wild nigga! You wild nigga! You oh, a, you a dirty God. nigga, Dennis? I'm not wavering Dennis, off of this. <laughs> you a dirty nigga, bro? You a dirty nigga, Dennis? Straight up. Nah, listen. Intro, yeah. Throwback, confessions, part one, part two, burn, caught up. This is in order. Superstar, Truth Hurts. That's like the first 10 right there. Like, I do like Caught Up. That's a joint. Yeah. I'm so caught up. Got feel. That's a that's a that's a low-key, like a, a, a sneaky joint, yo. I got like, another, like a, a, I got another hot take that dead, dead ass serious. I like 8701 better than confessions. Holy shit. What what's the first what's Usher first album called? Eighty seven oh one is um is it, it, the one with the Escalade where everybody has to do the 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 uh, bump three times in the car. Yeah, eighty seven oh one is um you know you got um, you don't have you got a bad yeah you don't have yeah. to call yeah. What's Usher first album? Oh um, my way, wasn't it? Yeah, my way. Think- that's the that's the in my opinion that's the best Usher album. Mm. So we all over the These place. These are all right good now. albums. I just feel like Confessions feels the most complete. I feel okay. like that's a okay. I could give you that one. Yeah, like you these know are what I... good, good projects. Don't get me wrong. Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying Confessions is better than G One's The Bachelor? <laughs> yes, that's crazy too. I'm see. My thing is, I feel like Dennis is guilty of um, nostalgia right here. I feel like that was in your prime, Dennis, when that shit dropped. And like that was like your music prime. And you just remember that album very fondly. Cause because nigga, my way is better than that, in my opinion. So like it's just, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, like, cause it did come out at a time where like I was what? I was fifth grade, sixth grade. Yeah. But nah, yo, he bounced back with the deluxe too. Like, 
I'm just over here thinking about it. I'm like, he dropped, he bought back with the deluxe in the same year that had my boo on it. Wait, 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 wait. I just remember what it did. Okay, I just it just hit me. Best art. What's Alicia Keys joint with your secrets with the Tony Tony Stone? Um, is it is diary? that songs in the key? Is it diary? Diary. Diary of Alicia Keys. That's the best. That's the best R&B album all time, nigga. Straight up. Like, nigga, I, I'm a man, and when I hear your secrets, I, I cry. You have to understand what she's saying to you, fellas. Boy. <laughs> Find you somebody. Listen. Nah, I can't even let y'all do that. Not because Kim's um two Kim's first two albums, I'm sorry. Nah. Oh, yeah, I can't but see, but Kim, do that to now Kim don't count, in my opinion. Wait, in my Kim? Opinion, hold, hold on. Hold Kim, on. yeah, yeah. I, Kim don't first, count. First two okay. Kim albums. How does Kim not count? Okay, it's I can I can level with you. Soul. I can level with you on album two. I can level with you. It's it's top three for me. But is Kim R is 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 Kim not Neo Soul? He is more Neo Soul. That's not R and B, nigga. Hell yeah, that's not R and B, nigga. Oh hell no. Are I would we, say it's R and B, but I'll say it's more in the Neo Soul like sub. Well, first of all, Neo Soul is a subgenre of R and B, so of course are, it's R and B. Are we doing semantics here? I'm semanticing <laughs> your ass off right now because I'm telling you, Kim, you can't put Kim album against Chocolate Factory. It's two different tones. The the, the tone of the music is different. Oh my god. Okay. There's no such thing as upbeat Neo Soul. Am I lying? The the, the the best the best upbeat neo soul you get is Maxwell. First of all, that shit go too. <laughs> wow, wow, wow! When he do that shit, that's the the shouldn't I realize? Even when you go right there, that's like the most upbeat R and B joint it is. Or you go like um with um Raheem Divine uh. Um, the the cut where they was when ah oh, shit why I can't think of it probably because I want to think of it when he's telling the chick like they I don't care oh yeah I don't care that's like an upbeat joint right oh, but let, oh, let, uh, let them uh, talk about us yeah let them talk about us right that's neo soul but it's like the most upbeat neo soul you can go right so if you look at Maxwell um shouldn't I realize and I don't care about Raheem Divine. They're on that same type of level. But then if, even if you look at like my way, let's go my way Usher or whatever, right? My way Usher, when he do the actual album title track, my way, that shit is on a whole different upbeat level than that shit. You can't compare Kim. Kim don't have no upbeat songs. You can't compare that to Confessions. That's crazy. That's crazy. I'm just saying Neo Soul is R&B, but Neo Soul is so far like down the little tree branch of music for R&B. Like it's like, it's so far from there. Like it's not even R&B no more. Hell no. Nah. Kim, hell no. Nah. You're not about to do Kim like that. You give on, Kim his own flowers. Hold on, I'm looking at the know. track. I'm looking for the track listing for uh for that album too. Find Your Way, Back in My Life. Yeah, Heaven. That's the one. Into right? You. I Can't Stop Loving You. Without hey, You. Now. Set You Free. I'm in love, true love, each other. You might win. I get lifted. I don't second, know. Best, second best that, Neo that Soul album, album, album two, man. I don't think that's that's Neo Soul with album two, bro. Second best Neo Soul album of all time behind D'Angelo joint. 
And I'm gonna go to so far as to say that, that it ain't upbeat. Like into you know upbeat. how we got here. We here though. We here yeah, right now. Upbeat. You, yeah, I mean it is, but nah. nah yeah, I definitely find out. Hey nigga, hey nigga, don't get me turned. <laughs> I wish I had a hey, I, hey boy, what, what my boy Skilo say? I wish I had a girl who looked good, I would call her. You feel me? <laughs> Listen, fellas, if you want oh, two things, and, and Q just said, I don't know how we got here. Me either, but I'm glad we did for the culture. Cause all the men listening, I want to tell y'all three things actually, real quick. First, fuck them kids, bring your son food. Don't bring them shit. Don't bring them other kids shit. Secondly, <laughs> or whatever. When you fucking with a bit, bro. When you fucking with a bit, bro. Go ahead and put the Kim on. You'll thank me later, okay? You'll thank me later, okay? Last thing, when you're looking for a woman, the type of woman that Alicia Keys was in the song Diary, when she said, your secrets are safe with me. Go listen to that song right now, fellas. Pause our podcast. That shit crazy, too. Pause our podcast. Go listen to Alicia Keys sing that song to you. When you come back, unpause our podcast. Starting, hold on, I'm gonna give you two seconds. All right, welcome back, bro. I know you're crying, but you understand hey. what I'm saying? You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Hey, That's quick question, and then we can move on. Did, did Tony Tone wash in that song? Mm. Ooh. I don't, I, I'm gonna say no. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. That was the, con- that say- was the conversation at one point. I'm, I'm gonna say this. I, first of all, Rafael Sadiq wrote that song. Number one, him and Alicia Keys together. Secondly, um, I want to say also that um, it might be one of the most perfect R&B songs of all time. There's only a few songs from R&B that make men feel like Jello. Okay, there's a lot of R&B songs that make women feel like Jello. I'm being so dead ass right now. Okay, like. Fantasia, like, when I see you, when I see you, like, yeah, that make a nigga feel like y'all. Women do not do not understand why niggas love that song, but we do. Just get over it. See, women, but see, listen, all my women listening to the show, this way y'all got to get right in your mind mentally. This is what y'all got to get right. We're simple. We literally lay the shit out on a platter what we want from y'all, and y'all still think it's something else. Okay, because if you if you if you are a woman and you're and you're the person who is singing the song, the the character that Fantasia is playing. And when I see you, I will marry her. You feel me? If you if you are if you are Alicia Keys and Diary, I will marry her. That's simple stuff. And you know what we say? Oh, boot up, boot up. I'm going to Listen, that that song didn't take off because the uh, chicks uh, fuck with that song. That song took off because the niggas fuck with it. My nigga. But but what all three of them songs got in common though? They they just simple, bro. It's yeah. they simple on making a nigga feel like, hey man, you can be vulnerable around me. What is that nigga Coop here? Yep. Hey, what? Coop. Coop. Nigga, the show over, Coop. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Coop. Coop. Does confession is future sex love? I'm sorry. Is confessions better than chocolate fabric? Confessions by Usher? Yeah, confessions yeah. by is it better than the chocolate? album? The album. The, oh, the album. Oh, the album. Oh, yeah. Really? Confessions by Usher? Yeah. yeah. Better than chocolate fabric. My nigga. 
and that's and but and don't get me wrong, it's not like it's not like landslide victory either, but like it's definitely now. I'm not gonna lie to you. Recent <laughs> recent events have have tanked chocolate factory a little bit, but yeah, I my nigga, I got Yeah, I got a question. If, if if the scandal doesn't happen, do you still think the same thing? No. Ooh, I got a question. Okay. And then we're going to get out of here because, nigga, the show over. Um, <laughs> cool. Is Confessions, in your opinion, your humble opinion, the best R&B album of all time? Oh, no. What's the best okay. R&B album of all time? R&B album of all time? Yes, sir. Dennis said, the fact that you got to think right now means he right. <laughs> Listen, I'm out here. I'm out here in the parking lot with with the McDonald's for my kid and my kid only. That's right. Then <laughs> <laughs> it's just because you said that, nigga. You're right. It's the best album ever. Fuck them other albums, nigga. I ain't buy. I ain't buy them albums. No fries, nigga. They can watch. <laughs> they, they can watch confessions. Eat fries, nigga. Fuck that shit, nigga. Like whatever album. Coop about to say that album. Got to watch that album. Got to watch uh, confessions. Eat fries, nigga. Straight up. <laughs> My nigga, I bought, you, I my nigga, me, honestly, let me tell you what the what my what my what the problem is, and I'm gonna be dead ass about this. The problem isn't that I can't think of a the problem is the other albums that I think are better than Confessions. I'm trying to pick a best out of them. It's not that I don't have other albums that are better than Confessions, because pers- personally, my nigga, never say never by Brandy is better than Confessions. Ooh, I was gonna say it. What about crazy? What about crazy, sexy, cool, cool? By TLC, it definitely yeah. is. My nigga, the SWV album is actually better than Confessions. Mm. See, mm. see, but I think my way, I think my way is better than Confessions. See, and I, matter of fact, my nigga, guess what, my nigga? That first Carl Thomas album, the one that got, I wish I never met her on it, nigga, that album's better. Mm. That's matter a good fact, album. Hold on. Nigga, the first, I just want to sing by music. Soul Child is better. Yo, stop right there. Same thing. Cause, I said cause the we, same cause, thing. Cause that's it then. That's it then. Because yo, yo, Nigga, first of the all, diary of Jill Scott is better than, than Confessions. Yo, I just want to point out that Q said earlier, um, he brought up that same album, my boy. The music, and I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna hold you. Like the music soul child joint is that's 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 one in my matter opinion. Fact, matter of fact, my nigga, is confessions better than any of like the first three J- Drew Hill albums? Shoo. Is yeah. confessions speaking of diary, is confessions better than diary by Alicia Keys? Cool. No. All right. All right. Dennis, I know one thing. Next time you come in here with an album, you better have proof for all these albums. Yeah, <laughs> Clearly, you better have food for all these albums. Sick of your shit. Listen, <laughs> my, my, my albums can't eat that. My albums can't eat that. Listen, the 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 Big Mac with the large fry is for oh, confessions. Shout bro. out to that nigga one more time, bro. We need to get that nigga on the show. Shout <laughs> out to shout out to that nigga, bro. That nigga bought his son a a he upsized it and everything, and he pulled up because she probably called him. The kids hungry. Oh, my son hungry? Squish, squish. Nigga, ah, my son ain't hungry no more. He can eat right now. What about these other kids? Man, fuck them other kids. <laughs> Straight up.
All right, oh, so God. One more thing. If there we can go and get out of here. Um, put me last, you'll feel me first. Oh, shit, my bad. We was talking about music, our fucking R&B, because you had, like, a scolding, boiling water hot take with that confession shit. Yeah, that shit fucked us up. You <laughs> wanted us to talk about your shit, you shouldn't have said that crazy shit. But... <laughs> My nigga, I told you my, I already told you my nigga, the line of the century is on, the line, for, as far as I'm concerned, my nigga, the line of the summer, my nigga, for the hustlers is on that album. <laughs> said, that nigga Dennis came on the, on the track and said the price of the oxtail going up. Straight up. Listen. The nigga, I, I felt told, that shit. <laughs> I told Dennis, man, I was like, all right, I'm going I'm to I'm check this joint out and I'm going to give you play by play. And for all the niggas out there, and then no static fam. First of all, go listen to the shit. Make your own opinion. However, I am not biased because I'm on the album. But shout out to the nigga for putting me on the album. Now I only got to get on there rapping. Maybe next time. But um, I just want to point out, man. I told this nigga Dennis, bro. I think the album perfect. The shit hot. And not even because it's my boy. I think so far this, this year, not just this summer, is one of the best hip-hop albums I done listened to. Straight up. I done listened to the shit eight times. So, and I ain't even because you my boy. Because you say crazy shit out your mouth by being my boy. Like, Confessions is the best RB album of all time. However, despite your, your mental handicap, you dropped a gem like that. Shit, fire. You just mentally handicapped. That's all. But that shit good, though, man. I like the shit. The shit good. I, like, uh, I, I, told, I told Dennis, 9.3 out of 10. Straight up. Okay. Uh, I, I guess I'm the only one that's willing to tell the nigga the truth. Um, so I, I finally got a chance to listen to it. I want to say it was a uh, Sunday when I got around to it. My bad, there's a lot of shit was going on. Um, that first track, uh, uh, was near and dear to my heart. I'm not even gonna lie to you, nigga. Like, uh, it, it had a nigga all in his feels because, you know, obviously lost my dad um, earlier this year, mm. and um. And just it, it 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 just spoke to me on a different level. Um, just crazy because I always knew my dad was proud of me. You, you know, he never not was proud of me or my brothers. But you know, it was like you know, as a child, you always make your uh, your parents proud. So that that that's my favorite track on the album, right there. Um. As as a fan of hip hop, I I I love the fact that you as an artist, or even if you're just doing this as a hobby, but you have a genuine love for it, and, and it speaks in in the music that you know you don't care where it takes you, you don't care if you never you know get a career out of it. You're just doing this to do it, and it shows. You know what I'm saying? And and I hope that you do get some recognition for it at some point in your life. My critique of it, because we're talking about rap, the ability to rap is your breath control. You lost it on a few tracks. Um, and I don't know if that was by design uh, or purpose or it was you just couldn't maintain the pocket. And it was a little disappointing because it seemed like you was you were making great strides on, um, on Bright Side and you regressed on this project. Um, See, I not to cut you off or whatever, but um, I I okay. So I 
I came into Dennis by this show, right? Like I, I didn't listen, I didn't know about your hip hop. I'm sure y'all knew Dennis rap before the show. No, right? no I didn't know Dennis rap before the show either. Okay, I so did. I ain't okay, so I ain't know the nigga rap. So I ain't never heard none of the nigga shit. But like at first, when I first first heard you, I was like, oh, your flow style is weird, right? I ain't say it was good or bad. I just thought it was a weird flow style, flow style. So did my daughter, just for example, because I put my daughter on you too, um, way back from when you oh, dropped right. Bright Side. Right. So like I thought your flow style was weird or whatever. I was like, damn, that's weird flow style. It was kind of like a up north kind of like talking flow style or whatever. But once I kept listening to you and listening to your tracks, listening to your joints, I just thought that's your thing. I thought that was your stick. So, you know, not to cut you off in your uh, review cue, but like to me, I would have added that as a critique, but I didn't critique it because I thought that's what you was going for. But but see, that's what I said. I don't know if he was doing that on purpose or not. Right. But it felt it felt like he got out of the pocket, which was, was like, all right, I'm following the verse, I'm following him. And then I noticed there's a stumble here. Now he does a great job of of cleaning it up. And if you're not like a person who judges people's ability to rap, you probably don't even notice it. But unfortunately, I judge people's ability to be able to rap. And that was a that was uh, just being honest with you and being fair of my critique of your album. That's my knock against it. You know what I'm saying? And and if you're going to continue, figure out a way to stay in those pockets. Like See, I, I have think... I have no problem with the lyrics. I have no problem with the songs. I'm yeah, your lyrics, your lyrics. I'm literally point. talking about technique at this point. Yeah, y'all literally know it's my turn. I I would say this before 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 cool uh hijack the show for 20 minutes. I'm gonna say this though. I I I agree with what Q saying in a way, but at the same time, it goes back into my whole thing. Like, I don't know, Dennis, if you're trying to do that, like if that's your flow or whatever, I say fuck, fuck it. Stick with yeah, it. Yeah, if he's doing it on purpose, then fine. I'm gonna shut the right. fuck up. But if it's not on purpose, then hey. This is something that for other artists or the community that is hip hop, this is something he's going to be judged on. His ability to rap. He right. has to stay in those pockets because those were the moments where you're like, all right, I'm in it. I'm in it. Wait, what just happened? Why did he lose it? Right. Oh, yeah. I just thought it was on like a on a on a type of tip like that. And then also like you are doing like some rapping ass rapper shit, my boy. So like if you're doing rapping ass rapping shit, you gotta you gotta definitely figure it out. So yeah, um outside of that, you're getting better to me each project. Um I thought the title of the album was a uh, hard and and I and I'm pretty positive you did that on purpose after you know the Jack Harlow come home, the kids miss you. Like cause that that's 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 just a hard album to call. And I felt and I felt like you was like, nah, nah, I can't go out like that. Like the 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 competition of rap wouldn't allow you to not have a hard ass album album title. So, you know, I enjoyed that. So one, I re- I definitely really enjoyed this project. Um and I you're your subject matter of songs always comes from a very like authentic place but I really appreciate 
the honesty and range you expressed on the album. Your song arrangement is always good, and I think that's actually a quality of yours that goes very, very understated and underappreciated, which is your ability to properly arrange the tracks on your projects in a way that gives a rise, a fall, tells a story, and you know also has a, has a climax to it. The breathing thing, I guess, because I've been listening to you for longer, that's something I've kind of, I guess, learned to kind of adapt. And I've learned that to be part of your sound. But I will say this. On an album where you are being definitively more, I would say, in my opinion, vulnerable, particularly on tracks, because this didn't just touch on personal issues, so, so to speak, but it also illustrated something that you don't often do on the show, which is you... in depth express your opinion of certain things which is different which is different normally times you know you can talk about a bit or you can draw from a, an experience but not often are you do you volunteer your actual opinion which is kind of the reason why you host this show so well so on your album and your music where you know it's just the conversation is just you essentially it does kind of put you in a place to be much more revealingly honest if that makes any sense. That, that, that sounds like I double down on it for the same word. Either way. So I, I feel, I feel, I understand what, what the guys are talking about. But I'm going to go ahead and push you over, overboard. Guess what? That nigga Wayne's a hater. Check me out, my nigga. <laughs> that shit, that, my nigga, this shit, this shit was the underground Illmatic as far as I'm concerned. But no, let me stop. Let me stop, though. But for real, for real, my nigga, I, I, I do too, I do something with Dennis's songs that a lot of people didn't know. I think I just recently told Dennis I do. So I listen to his album about two different ways at minimum. Usually number one from beginning to end without skipping songs, even if it's you know a song like you may have given to us or you know a single he dropped beforehand. But then I also listen to the song according to which titles jump out at me the, the most. So usually when I the first time I hear Dennis's project. I don't know what the songs are called the first time through. I'm just listening through the album for this, like almost the same way somebody watches a movie. In that sense of if you came in the room and a certain movie was on TV that your homeboy was watching, you just sat down next to that nigga and started watching it. And he was like, what's this? And he like, hold up, bro, I told you at the end. That's how I essentially listen to the project. The second time around is based on titles because people don't appreciate the art in what you name something. Or as as the you know the old poem goes, you know what's in the name. So I'm gonna say it's definitely it's definitely your a progression. I I am gonna also say this though, as much as I enjoyed this album, I think I might still like Brightside a little bit better. Ooh, I, I see. For me, this your best one. In my opinion, now, also, your ability. Now, let me be let me be clear. Your skills have, are showing like a, an advancement greatly on this album, but there's a there's a feeling Brightside gives gives me. And also, if I can be honest with you, I think Brightside is a little darker. Hmm. Is that because he on the um? Is that because he on the thing holding his Green Lantern light? No, no. It's, it's, it's like it's like how um, I, I see what I see what Coop means when 
Three Stacks does The Love Below. We all forget how dark that album is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very dark album. Yeah. So when you hear Bright Side, the irony of the album being called Bright Side, when Dennis is talking about, you know, his deepest thoughts in that album, you're like, oh, wow, this is a very dark album for it to have such a sunny title. Right. I think I think the work you put into this shit, bro, regardless of anybody's opinion, my cues, whatever, the, the the countless millions of niggas that eventually will hear this. Um, like I think I think it paid off. I think I think you didn't want it to be like a, a project where you felt like niggas are listening to this be like, this nigga don't care. Like you said, nigga, you care about hip hop. I feel like this is a rapping ass rapper album. Now, I don't think you've reached the level of rapping ass rapper yet. Like you're not like a goddamn, you know, like a corday or no shit like that. But like on the pen, nigga, you getting nasty. You getting nasty. So like it's 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 all it's all coming to it's all coming together, bro. I appreciate the album. I think it's good. I think it's dope. I've listened to it several times. I'm gonna listen to it several times again. And um I'm glad we could be graced with the project. And then I'll say this last thing before we go because the show ran over the time that I established when we came on because I was here before you niggas. Um, we knew nothing will, about this. I know, nigga. <laughs> I will say this, though. I will say this, though. It's good when niggas, regardless if they famous or not famous or big or not big, put out albums that they give a fuck about and add to the culture. It's so many albums that drop like we was talking a minute ago about Saucy fucking Santana. Material girl! Nigga, you shitting on that. It may be more popular than, than you. It may be more um, like world-renowned than your shit, bro. But what your shit does for the culture is way more than the material girl shit. And I do actually think the material girl shit do something for the culture. Just not as much as yours. It don't move the needle the same way. You making sure that hip-hop don't die. Because material girl is literally putting dirt on top of the casket. You you the nigga on the other side, like not my baby, screaming while you pull the dirt off the top. So I appreciate that. I like that. I like that. Actually, I, I like what everybody has had to say. So it's very much, very much appreciated that I was always, you know, glad y'all took the time out to, you know, listen and that whole thing. I know time is. Time is very much of the essence, and it's yeah. our biggest inventory. I, I will say this, Dennis. If the state of music this year continues going the way it's going, you'll end up in our top 10 before the year is over. Facts. Facts. As of right now, bro, as of right now, it, I don't see how you – when we do the year-end top 10 albums, I don't see how you wouldn't be in that bitch right now. They yeah. gonna need if, about if it continues to go the way it's going, they're going to need about six more. They're going to have to put, I don't know who's going to do it. Maybe it'll be Cardi B with her new joint. <laughs> or, or motherfucking, I don't know, maybe Drake could drop another one because this one was so bad. But when you, they're going to need about six albums to get you out of the top 10, nigga. Because right now, like I said, top five best albums I'd have heard all year. All year. Regardless of all the critiques. Nigga, Drake, we have more critiques about Drake album. And I ain't talking about this trash one that just dropped. I'm talking about motherfucking the certified love boy shit. 
Material girl. <laughs> I, I definitely appreciate it once again. Um, I think one thing I will say that I intended to do with this album is um because like in my opinion, when I go back and hear certain songs on Brightside, and I say certain songs because I don't think every song is like this, but I did feel like there were certain things that I kind of had to course correct. And that's why the theme of this album was course correct, because I kind of like, you know, after I kind of got in my own head a little bit. And I think this was how this came about, because like, it wasn't supposed to be this close in proximity between albums, but I kind of just like kept writing, kept recording, kept doing things. And I also needed like a, you know, like once I started, like once I lost my, my grandma and other family members over time, I just needed like more, you know, more coping mechanisms in a sense to like, you know, just write more and do more. So yeah, this album definitely came from a from a place of just, you know, not only course correcting, but, you know, just being able to express things. So that's, pre- that's pretty much all I got for, you know, as far as like my whole concept and thought process throughout, you know, like each song. And I, w- I won't sit and I won't, you know, go through the spill piece by piece because you know we we all we already over the 915 mark but i think our episode sure. is gonna be longer than the brother listen podcast which we're the center of the universe so we should be center of the universe in any way hey God man stop, stop cutting uh britney off my nigga god damn it let me tell you something okay i'm gonna tell you some real shit about bro listen real quick y'all about to get an exclusive everybody that listening to this that listen to bro listen Y'all about to get an exclusive uh, little motherfucking inside edition scoop. Brittany getting on my goddamn nerves, y'all. You hear me? <laughs> like, Brittany getting on my goddamn nerves, my boy. Um, that last episode, uh, first of all, me and Brittany got smoked anyways because of the tension about getting the podcast back up and running. I'm not going to get into that. However, um, I just be tired of people's shit. That's it. I just be tired of people's shit. And I hate contradictory. I got a buddy named Steve. He used to be in a chat with us. I don't know if y'all know this nigga or not. But he's a white guy. He married to a black black chick. I, we comment on each other on Facebook all the time and shit, right? He's, he's one of them niggas that he just like to argue. And as class, class say, I can't argue with you. So like, he just like to argue. So he'll contradict himself just to keep arguing with you. If you agree with the nigga, the nigga would be like, nigga, I ain't say that. So Britney has become that nigga, right? So like I was trying to explain to Britney on the show um, the point that you guys are talking about, a particular thing. And I'm like, well, I'm trying to say, you know, women, they, their power is diminished because of blah, blah, blah. And she contradicted herself to make herself right. So now you know what, at that point, Q, I got to cut your ass out because I'm sick of your shit, okay? I don't want to hear shit no more, Okay. I'm thinking about replacing her with one of y'all, but y'all live in Tally Ho. Because I'm sick of this shit. Over here for 200. We got to. It's got to happen. I, I'll be able to do it. My daughter is going to go to Miami tomorrow to be with her mom for the rest of the summer. I am extremely sad about it, fellas. Extremely. I didn't think I would be this sad, but I am extremely sad. My daughter is my best friend, clearly. So I don't know if I'm going to make it until August without that. Listen, well, we, we, we here, so. Yeah. 
Something. Good mind. Oh, by the way, uh, fuck Brittany. I just want to say that one time. Okay, go ahead. And show <laughs> Closing thoughts. My nigga, my nigga. Let me go first. Cause mine's just gonna be short and sweet. Um, Hell yeah. My nigga. Without <laughs> even like getting too much into it, we all saw the news today. We know what happened to to one of our, to a. To, let's be honest, our R&B legend, we ain't gonna, I ain't going to disrespect because he is who he is. You know, one thing doesn't have to do with a body of work. But I'm all, all I'm going to say is this, man. And do we separate the work, the talent, and the individual? Or do we look as one as complementary to the other? And, I, and it's not just Will, because he's just now such a polarizing figure. That being said, be aware of how, regardless of your presenting yourself, be aware of how you're actually seen and ultimately palatable. When you go out, when you move, are people seeing you for who you are, what you do? Or how you do what you do. Just a little bit of self-awareness, you'd be surprised. Not only is it revealing about yourself, it's really revealing about the people around you. It's really revealing about the situations that you're in. It's really revealing about the decisions you make. That's all I got for y'all. Y'all be safe. Happy we used to be British and then we enslaved people day. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let me get in. Let me get in on this little shit. Um, listen, I was um, I have people who work for me, and I'm so many things to these people. But what I realize most is I'm kind of like their uh, their confessor where they come in, they get a lot of stuff on their, um, off their chest simply because they do not have the community or the ability to say it aloud. And in that, it wears on me about the state of the world that we live in because we keep forgetting that, yeah, you have a confessor, but how does that confessor release that energy out that you've just placed on them? Um, not saying that I don't mind being the ear that those people need because that ear could be the difference between somebody saying they're going to live to fight another day and that same person choosing to blow their motherfucking burdens out. So, if you have the opportunity to allow someone to vent, please do so. Because again, you allowing them to say something out loud is literally the difference between them choosing to fight or blow their fucking brains out. Be patient. Be prayerful. Do not panic. LK, I'm out.
Um, listen, real quick. Um, so at the beginning of the show, we talked about the viral video about the dude not bringing the kids um, uh, food and only bringing food for his son. Um, and we said many times, or at least I've said many times as the show went on, fuck them kids. And I stand on that. But it's not fuck them kids because we don't care about kids. It's fuck them kids because black fathers are the best fathers in the world. It's, it's documented. You can look that shit up. Right. But let me 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 explain to y'all real quick. And I ain't gonna I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. Q say all the time, black fathers don't get enough flowers for the shit we do. It's true. Q, Q, Q is a hell of a father. Um, uh, Coop is a father in a situation where the kids ain't his, or but they his, if that makes sense, right? Um, yep. Dennis is going to be an amazing father one day if that's what he so choose. Um, shoot the club up. As right, soon as he shoot the club up. I'm a fucking... You know, I don't walk around this bitch on no narcissist. I'm the best at this. I'm the best at that. I think I'm a pretty damn good dad, though, right? Um, my nigga, we're 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 men. We're great men, and I'm sick of this. Like trying to make us look like we suck. The whole part of that video started um, from this woman trying to diminish a man that's clearly a good father. And she want to diminish him because she has apprehensions about him or she made a mistake. Listen up, everybody, 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 listen up. We sick of this shit, man. We sick of this shit. Let us raise our sons and daughters to be kings and queens. Move the fuck out the way. Ain't got nothing to do with you. This about our jits. And it's always going to be about our jits. And no matter what you do, we not going to stand down on that. Cause we men and, 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 and I know there's deadbeats out there and niggas that don't do right and all this other shit. But guess what y'all? I don't know a single nigga in my personal life that don't take care of his kids. And if I did, I wouldn't fuck with him. Hey, Amen. I wouldn't fuck with him. Every nigga I know take care of his jits. Every single nigga I know. So, and, and guess what? I got, I know, I know that my brother, Gerald Crawford, take care of a son that isn't his birth son. But when I talk to him about Christian, he say, that's my son. He go to the football games with him. He do all the, the, the shit that fathers are supposed to do. And I do it for 40 girls that I don't give a fuck if I birth them or if they even live with me. They're my daughters. So nigga, get right when you fucking with black dads. Get right. That's it. Oh yeah, pray with your hands out because that's how you receive energy. Oh, my bad, y'all. I ain't need to give y'all the line. You know, drinking water because everything else is bad for you nowadays. But I'm going to say one more thing, bro, because of what that nigga Jack should say. Hey, it's okay to shut the fuck up sometimes. Facts. All right, y'all. Great pod. Glad we back again with another one. This little break that we had in between the, the last episode and the relaunch felt a little too extended for my liking. But we got here, we got another banger for y'all. Thank y'all for, you know, making the time to listen. And thank y'all for making the time to be here, fellas. Um, as I always say, keep your mental health in check. Check on your people. Keep your physical health in check. And just make sure that the people around you are good. Like, you know, hey, shit just keeps getting worse out here. So, you know, it's definitely important that that people, you know, do that. 
Um, also, I don't really have too much to say except for you know, um, thank you for every thank you to everyone who has like shown me love for this project. Um, put me last, you'll feel me first. If you haven't heard it yet, it's on Spotify, it's on Apple, it's on Title, it's wherever you you know whatever platform you choose to um stream your music. Um, also for the track me, I snuck a. I snuck a fast version out there. It's on SoundCloud because it, it ain't Florida if it ain't sped up. Um, also, yeah, just, you know, make sure you stream that, get out of listen, um, and all the other music that's up there, you know, just, you know, feel free to add to your library or whatever you see fit. Um, also, check out this podcast. Um, you can catch us on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeart, wherever you get your podcasts at. And remember, when you touch that dial, like, rate, review, share, worship. 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 Peace. Peace.